Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to the Washed Up Hasbins podcast. My name's Alec, the Avocado Martinez. I'm joined here by my trusty co-host, my good friend, Tyler Gibson. You know, Tyler, when we decided to do this earlier today, it was going to be, for me, just this extremely excited, pumped up day. My boy Chase Claypool. You know I've been a Chase Claypool truther since the beginning, and that he, one you cannot has. deny me. No, he has. He has. I've I've loved the talent. I love the 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 frame. Everything about Chase Claypool. But my beloved Dallas Cowboys and multiple of my fantasy teams, their success hinges on Dak Prescott. And my prayers and Tyler's prayers go out to his him and and his family and and. I mean, this is that was gruesome. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, unfortunate. We were uh, we were actually about to be en route to a different location when that happened. And, <laughs> this is, and, this uh, is actually a funny and, story. Uh, From my my perspective, it's even funnier. And my uh, my mother in law texted my wife, <laughs> my wife, and um, said something like, "Oh no." like Dak or something or oh that didn't look good I think he broke his leg and Ashley gets out of the car and we were still waiting on Alec to come get in the car Ashley gets out of the car and runs out there and then Alec can take it over because I wasn't out there. yeah so I I was kind of walking I'd gone to get a couple bottles of water and I saw Ashley run over and uh, I was I it was it was Tyler and his wife and and his daughter and and then me and my girlfriend and her daughter and she, my, my girlfriend and daughter are waiting for me to get back with the water and I'm driving Tyler home and Ashley comes running out there and she's got, she's got like tears in her eyes. <laughs> and she says that my mom just texted me and like my instant thought, cause her mom was here watching Tyler's son. I thought something had happened to her son. <laughs> and then she looks at me and says that, that Dak broke his leg. And honestly, at the time it didn't hit me as hard because I had these, I had this in my mind. I was like, something happened to Tyler's son. And then I realized, like, wait, no, that's not good either. That's, that's really not good. Um, and then we saw the the ankle injury, and that just made it even worse. My stomach turned. And um, the optimist in me is just hoping that Dak is a superhuman and can come back in about 10 weeks uh, about when fantasy champion – well, I guess I need him in about nine weeks <laughs> well, at the fantasy championship. You're going to need him to, to get you there. Although if you got him, you're probably uh, at least three and one. Maybe you're maybe you're looking at going four and one or five and oh right now. But, yes, that's – Oh, uh, I, I mean, he, I've, I'm pretty good in the leagues that I have him in. But more importantly, I mean, him and Josh Allen have literally carried me in a couple of leagues, in yeah. a couple of my two QB leagues. So um, losing that – pair is really going to hurt. I'm not sure if I want to pick up the Red Rocket or uh, mm. if uh, I want to look elsewhere, but I there's, mean, not, a, there's somebody, not a lot of options I mean, in two QB leagues. I so. mean, somebody has to, so you might as well, but uh, I guess I guess the question is going to be here on your uh, on your waiver wire show. You'll have a couple days to process Man. To, uh, how much to uh, go ahead and put on that because, I mean, depending on demand, that's, that's going to be a tough buy. That, that is. I... I'm not sure. To me, it's one of those things that's like, man, do I really want to do I, do I believe it was Dak or do I believe it was the offense? Or how, how much of it? Because it was both. But how much of it was Dak? I mean, how much of it is the offense? Andy, and Dalton, how much can, Andy Dalton did some good things. And, hey, I mean, Michael Gallup owners have probably been oh my, down on themselves. Oh, but Michael Gallup, man, that had a hell beautiful. of a time uh, on, on a couple plays with Andy Dalton. If you, if you at any point thought that, oh, 
CeeDee Lamb is more talented than Michael Gallup, and he may be, but it's not like Michael Gallup isn't close. We have three elite – well, we have three very good wide receivers, potentially three elite wide receivers. And, and yeah, and I mean, it's there's there's gonna for be, different reasons. This this might now turn into the you know who's it gonna be this week show instead of hey start them all no matter what. And I know that Michael Gallup had been down a couple weeks, but that was gonna that was gonna level out with Dak. But uh, you know maybe there's a little bit less you know assurance there. But I mean, all three of those guys can ball, and this offense has more weapons than Andy Dalton has ever seen yep. in his entire life. So. He's going to be fine. Um, yeah, question is just what do you got to spend on him? So we'll, we'll figure that out here. Like yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be talking about that on the waiver show, one of the top discussions. But the whole point of us getting on here tonight, we just want to do a quick reaction to Sunday. Me and him are currently watching the tail end of this uh, Seattle Vikings game. I think the Vikings just scored another Adam Thielen touchdown. I'm really – I actually need Seattle to score with anybody but DK Metcalf. And then I need uh, Justin Jefferson to score whenever the Vikings come back down the field because that's that's literally Justin Jefferson's the guy who I leaned on big time and he is getting completely shut down. But me and Tyler are going to go over all the games, just kind of a quick look on the fantasy outlook, any big things that happen in those games, and we'll start with Thursday's game, 2019 for Chicago. Uh, Nick Foles and Tom Brady both were pretty um, below average. Uh, man, what about Tom Brady not not shaking his oh hand man. after the game? I was telling Ashley, Ashley's been a she's she's morphed into a big Tom Brady guy. Well, I think I think it years. was more, I don't think it was anything personal. I think he was just frustrated. I, I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I I agree, but you know that's kind of one of those things where you expect a a guy of that level to man up and do. But I think that he, I think he's, I think he's being petty a little bit. I don't think on so, on man. the. On the Super Bowl loss to Nick Foles, I mean, anytime he sees this guy, I, I don't know how many times they've met, but I mean, surely Nick Foles is winning the matchup in general. I think he's two and zero. Yeah, I don't think they've met any other time, but I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't um, know. Tom Brady seems like the type of guy that would hold a grudge. I mean, Jordan would hold a grudge. Jordan would want to end your career. Yeah, I mean, so I but, mean, I think that's the type of mentality it is. So I, I mean, I can respect it on one hand, but you hate to see it. So, uh, otherwise, in that game, the running backs both did really well. Ronald Jones, man, dude, I hope that when Leonard Fournette gets back that they realize he's the better back. Because he is. He's the better running back at this point, I Yeah, think. what an enigma right now with, with them, too. Because, I mean, you know, whenever I saw that Leonard Fournette was active, I mean, it definitely scared me off of Ronald Jones. Well, I guess, I guess a question for you I have is, are you, are you selling Ronald Jones right now? Well, I touched on that on my buy sell because um, I literally did that buy sell right after that game. And honestly, I mean, these are two of Ronald Jones's better games of his entire career. And so, on one hand, I want to say yes, sell because Leonard Fournette will be healthy and he's going to come back. So, what I would say is sell for the right price. But if nobody's willing to give you anything, I wouldn't sell him for, you know, just peanuts. I mean, right. I would hold on to him if nobody's really interested. I would hold on to him because Leonard Fournette is a guy that has dealt with ankle injuries in specific for his career. Yeah. And Ronald Jones has just shown that he can be the guy on the ground. And now Keyshawn Vaughn has a chest injury. 
LaShawn McCoy is hurt. And, and, I mean, and just, don't forget, Keyshawn Vaughn also fumbled. Right. And that's you know that's a big no-no for say, Bruce so, Arians. So they're going to be thin at running back anyway. So even if Fournette comes back, sure, they might share some carries. But, I mean, I think that Ronald Jones has done a, a damn good job in the past two games that I wouldn't just sell him off for nothing. Now, if you can sell him off and, I don't know, I mean, uh, go get – I don't know. Would you trade him for Antonio Gibson? Ooh. Uh, that's a tough one, man. I feel like that's, that's what popped into my one. head just now. And because Gibson's getting a lot of work out right. there. Um, and you don't really view him as somebody who has a lot of like serious competition. Right. Coaches. I don't think he has any. I don't consider J.D. McKissick a real threat. I think he's just a good – he's just a guy who does his job and they, right. you know, they put him in the lineup to do his job. Um I don't know. I think that if I – I mean, I would rather have Ronald Jones whenever I know that Ronald Jones is a starting running back. Absolutely, yeah. Um, even with Fournette, if I know that Ronald Jones is a starting quarterback, then I'm okay with it. Like, I'm okay with uh, with starting Ronald Jones weekend and went out, even if, even if Fournette's there, but I know that Ronald Jones is a starter. Sorry, we just saw a pick get thrown by Russell Wilson – um, I need that, but I can't. I can't trust that he's going to continue to not have more points. Later yeah, he on. would have to like throw another pick in his next throw to really help you out. Yeah. Anyway, um, on the other side of the ball, David Montgomery. You know the the really the I know he scored and that's great. Oh gosh, um, he was ten for twenty nine, ten rushes for twenty nine yards. But he got the reception. There you go. That's what Matt. That's what I see in this game. You Absolutely. Know, I see that he got seven of eight. You know, caught seven of eight targets, and and that <laughs> is exactly what we expect from David Montgomery. He'll have a better rushing days, and he saved you this week getting in the end zone. You knew Tampa Bay was tough. If you're gonna get, um, oh, that's saying he called back. He ran out of bounds. Um, if you're gonna get, uh, I think. If you're going to get uh, – sorry, like I said, we're having a little uh, rapid reaction. We're watching the game. Um, but if you're going to get seven to seven to six to seven receptions um, from David Montgomery, you're going to have some great games from that guy this year. So uh, at the receiver position, um, I'm just going to – I'm going to throw this out there. I will never trust Scotty Miller again. I – so I went on Friday um, – <laughs> at the office, I, w- I was talking to my boss, and oh, it did stick. Okay. we were talking about the receivers in that game because he had Mike Evans going against me. And um, I was like, man, he was – you're lucky he got that touchdown, man. Um, and he was like, I know. And I said, I told Alec that, you know, the Bears had been good against, uh, good against receivers and that, you know, I, you have to start Mike Evans. But I was saying – I wasn't 100% like, yes, you got to start Scotty Miller. And I and I went back and listened to it, and I did give some pushback on Scotty Miller, but then I ultimately conceded that, yes, he was a, he was a fine start. And so I'm kind of upset with myself that I didn't that I didn't uh, hold Stick my ground a guns. little bit more on uh, on Scotty Miller because I love the guy. So it was hard for me to say like I didn't want to start him this week because I didn't and I didn't start him anywhere, but. I mean, that's – I definitely didn't expect a goose egg. Uh, Tyler Johnson, four for 61. Yes, for the boy. Bucks. That's another one of my guys, You man. love to see that. I do. Um, I wish I'd started him over Scotty Miller. Um, I chose not to. Uh, Allen Robinson, um, solid 10 receptions. Only 90 yards, 
but 10 receptions hey, is that's, uh, that's great. Keep on firing him up. I mean, it's, it doesn't matter who's starting for them. Keep an eye out on uh, Cordell Patterson. Um, he had three receptions for 38 yards. He, that is scary, though, for David Montgomery. Um, but Jimmy Grandpa, man, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm warming up on him. I mean, he's definitely a guy that uh, if you were if you were hurting at receipt or I mean at tight end or um, you know if you have somebody that you're disappointed in, you can definitely feel okay plugging in Jimmy Graham these days. I mean, he's getting a ton of red zone work. Yeah. I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's getting targeted like crazy in the red zone for them. Well, and uh, then on the other side, Brayton and Gronk, you know, kind of shared time. They both put up pedestrian numbers, six to seven points. But if you need a, you know, right now if your tight end is Chris Herndon or I hate to say this, Hayden Hurst, um, you might look at, at you know, Gronk or Bray just for a, a weekly fill-in when you need it. Other than that, not much else to talk about in that game. Uh, moving on to today's game, I want to talk about one of my favorite games from today, and that would be Carolina-Atlanta. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 27 to 37 for 313 yards and two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns to Mike Davis, and one of those to DJ Moore. That's great. Congratulations, DJ. Um, Robbie Anderson had a great game. D- Mike Davis had an incredible game. Uh, DJ Moore had a great game. Curtis Samuel, Samuel was useful. I started Ian Thomas in uh, DFS, and that was a waste. Uh, I almost picked him up. As a actually, no, I started him in the 16-team league we're in, didn't one, I? Yeah, I did. One target. Um, and then uh, on the other side of the ball. Uh, Matt Ryan continues to be putrid. Yeah. Um, Hayden Hurst, putrid. I mean, honestly, at this point, I would say if you, if you need to drop them, drop them. Only saving grace they might have coming up is that they fired the GM and the head coach. So if you want to hold on one more week to see what happens, I don't blame you. But if you've been starting them consistently, you're probably not doing well. So maybe maybe just go ahead and pull the plug. Yeah. Uh, question, though. Are you tilting on Todd Gurley yet? Are you, no, are you tilting from I'm your still, original? I'm, no, wow. I'm still out. That, that was an efficient game from him. He had, a, he had a, a couple big runs. Obviously, the touchdowns continued. But no. Uh, I'm not in on Todd Gurley. I would still sell high. Yeah, I guess. Um, man, but he 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 looked good. He did. Um, this was his, this was the best game for him. Uh, look wise, not not even just yeah. stat wise. I mean, because I know that it was his best game of the year. But um, no, he did look good this game. I mean, 14 carries for 121 yards is no joke. And he also had five uh, targets. He had four receptions on that. I mean, I I just. I'm not buying it for Todd Gurley, whether it be the workload or just whether it be Todd Gurley at this point in his career. Um, I just I, I would sell him, and, and especially now. I mean, this this helps your case to sell him. So um, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll get into that more later. I mean, I'll, I'll continue to hit him hard in the in the sell category later this week. Calvin Ridley finally had a he had a great bounce back game. It started out not great, but then he, he kind of took off there in like about halfway through the second I mean, quarter. It, you know, honestly, I mean, Calvin Ridley's been more consistent than the Julio we've seen in the past, but it kind of still feels like owning Julio, where you're like, is he gonna get? Is he gonna give me something? And then boom, he ends up with a bunch of yards. Um, luckily, Calvin Ridley's had the touchdowns here, you know, in his in his career early on, but still, I mean, you got to hang on to him. Don't worry, don't worry about it. I mean. <laughs> 
golly, we just had a little wind gust here on my back patio. But um, no, I mean, uh, Calvin Ridley, I, I don't know where he's going to rank at the end of this week, but he's still going to be a top five receiver um, regardless, even with the goose egg last week. So you, you still got a lot of firing him up, and especially the value you got him. So don't be too upset. I'm hoping here on third and four that they'll throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. Uh, nothing else going in that that uh, that Atlanta passing game. Brian Hill did all right in his limited work. So Robbie to, Robbie Anderson continued his. Uh, uh, yeah, his I said that. I mean, he had a great season. Okay. He, I mean, he's he's a uh, he's an every week starter at this point. There's, yeah, he's, he's getting a great target share. Yeah, I don't see any reason uh, not to start him. Um, moving on to moving on to battle of the uh, first overall or no. Uh, no, no, picks. no. Battle of Heisman winners. Yeah, Heisman winners. Another another Heisman battle for Joe Burrow, this time with Lamar Jackson. This time, he was definitely the worst quarterback on the field. Uh, rough game for Joe Burrow. You want to know how I know? Because I started him, and I'm getting crushed. Uh, it's yeah. not even I'm, – I'm getting obliterated right now uh, because I, I thought – I didn't expect Joe to have a great game, but I did not expect him to go 19 of 30 for 183 yards, an interception, and a fumble. Um, on the flip side, though, Lamar Jackson didn't have a great game. He didn't need to. He didn't. But, you know, I if you drafted Lamar where you drafted Lamar, he's a letdown. And it's just oh, more, more, more and more proof why you don't take quarterbacks that early. Yeah. Um, you know, I know I've talked about having Dak in multiple leagues and you would assume that with where Dak was going but in every league that I have Dak it was either a two QB league and I got him still pretty late or uh, in one league I got him in the sixth round and that's exactly where um, a guy like Dak should be drafted so again you know we stick by it and we suggest you do that the the late quarterback approach and this is exactly why because where you got Lamar Lamar Jackson you could have been getting Chris Carson uh, shoot you could have been getting uh, Guys, even even higher than that, if you took him, some people going in the first round with I've him. I've got Lamar in three leagues, and all three of them are keeper leagues, and it's because I drafted him late last year. I would not have paid the price that it took to draft Lamar right. this year. And, I mean, I, I don't ever end up with any of those type of quarterbacks. I mean, like, very rarely do I come to a point in my draft in the third or fourth round where I'm like – and I and a lot of times I don't like the players there, but – I still choose to go with other positions because it's just you can get so much more value later in the draft at quarterback, and and this this definitely disproves it. Um, but you know it is what it is. Um, J.K. Dobbins had a uh, had a big carry in that game. He had <laughs> one carry for thirty four yards. But you know you you like to see uh, the rookie breaking off plays like that. You know whenever you have the other guys not looking as efficient in this game. But uh, Joe Mixon couldn't quite follow up his big uh, big week. but Still, still, got, still got lots of work. Still had the work. Like 24 carries and eight targets is a great workload there. Um, and Ra- so. I mean, the Ravens have a tough defense. Really, the only the really only notable fantasy performance in this game was, uh, you called it, Marquise Brown. He didn't get over 100 yards, but he did find the end zone finally. I knew uh, they would connect at some point because he had, he had one of the top, you know, most receiving yards in the league without a touchdown so far. And it, and lo and behold, he got like a one-yard reception for a touchdown, I think it was. But, you know, that's you do what you got to do. Um, and then Mark Andrews. Yeah, Mark uh, Andrews continued, continued to be a beast in the red zone, getting a touchdown. 
Um, I mean, you love it if you drafted Mark Andrews. I mean, he he really has been a touchdown dependent guy so far, but he's continued to be um, just a touchdown maker, <laughs> and uh, that's that's what you need from him. So it's been great owning Mark Andrews. I've got lots of shares of him. So. Ravens defense balled out. Lucky if you started them. Yeah, if you started the Ravens defense, you worked out worked out real well for you. Uh, Deshaun Watson finally got his first win of the year. Uh, great game from him. He still threw two interceptions, but he got three touchdowns over 350 yards. Alec Alec wants to only attribute this to the Jaguars, but I tried to tell him that the uh, the coaching change was gonna was gonna yield some uh, positive fantasy. Results. They played the Jaguars. Well, let's let's see if they can keep it going. They played the Jaguars. I'm yeah. not. Hey, I'm not wrong man. though. Whatever. Gardner <laughs> Minshew uh, on the other side of the ball. He had a pretty good game. Thirty-one to forty-nine, three hundred and one yards, two touchdowns. If he doesn't have that fumble, um, you know, he would have given you a much better day. But did they just stop him? They just tried to run it on fourth and inches. They didn't get it, did they? I don't think so. Wow. Throw the ball to Justin Jefferson. Sorry, I'm a little upset about this. Uh, Speaking of being upset, James Robinson, what a letdown this week. And it wasn't because, you know, Thompson got, got some a few receptions and stuff, but Robinson just wasn't efficient. Um, no. It wasn't for lack of trying. I mean, he got he got 13 carries and seven targets, but he had that fumble, and he just he wasn't able to break anything off this week. And, and he's been a guy that I know he had a big run called back last week on a penalty, and, you know, he just wasn't able to get it going this week. Yeah, rough week for him. Uh, David Johnson on the other side is one of his better weeks, but still not great. 17 for 96, uh, two receptions, seven yards. I'd like to see him get in the end zone. Though. Big story out of this game, though. Brandon, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Eight for 161 and a touchdown. Lordy. Um, that was we're – getting, uh, We're getting an update right now. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott is now out of surgery for a compound fracture and dislocation of his right ankle and the surgery that went very well per source. Cowboys head team orthopedist Dan Cooper brought in noted foot and ankle doctor Gene Curry. Um, so sounds like it went well. Um, broken ankle but also dislocated. Hopefully – Hopefully it wasn't too mangled in there. Um, the dislocation, it's kind of not that I was hoping for a specific injury, but I was hoping that it was maybe the the really sickness of what looked like his injury, you know, being his, his foot being turned away. I was hoping that maybe it was just a dislocated ankle that was making it look as bad. So hopefully he can get back. Um, We'll see what the timeline looks like here in the next uh, week or two. Back to Brandon Cooks. Uh, what What are your – I mean, do you trust him? Well, you – I mean, <clears throat> I don't know that I would say trust, but he's definitely a guy that – I mean, he was available in a couple leagues um, that I was in. People dropped him, and uh, I definitely put in bids for him. I didn't get him in <laughs> either of the leagues. Some other people were interested. But, um, I mean, it, this is – not what you can expect, but definitely closer to reality than putting up nothing. Uh, I think that Deshaun Watson has better days ahead of him, as he just showed. And uh, I think that the Texans are going to put together, you know, a decent fantasy year for you. So I, I wouldn't necessarily start him week in and week out over more steady starters. But, yes, I, I'm in on Cooks and Fuller. Um, for that yeah. matter, so uh, Fuller to me is a more consistent start, uh, but 
you know, one thing to think about with Brandon Cooks is he was uh, hurt. Um, he was hurt. He hadn't had many games with Deshaun Watson. So this could all just be a culmination of him uh, getting back to health and um, and really getting on the same page as Deshaun Watson. So I trust Brandon Cooks going forward as a, a wide receiver three flex option um, because I think that I think that this is just a a showing of what's to come for for Brandon Cooks and, and Deshaun Watson. On the other side of the ball, you had uh, multiple receivers do pretty decent. Man, yeah, they all um, just kind of did like, yeah. Chenault was obviously the most targeted guy. D- DJ Chark had a rough game, but he did get hurt. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. He's quite. He uh, he went out with an ankle injury. <sighs> keep an eye on LaVisca Chenault. Um, I think he's a guy that, and I talked about it on the waiver show that I think he's a guy that should be owned uh, if in deeper leagues, you know, deeper benches anyway. Uh, he's definitely a guy that I would like, especially if DJ Chark's going to be out because I know when when DJ Chark went out, we started. I started Keelan Cole, and he was a pretty safe start. But now it seems that Lavisca Chenault is the that was Metcalf is the new Keelan Cole that uh, that number one target for for Gardner Minshew. So keep keep an eye out there. Um, and then uh, if if you need to, uh, Darren Fells might be a, a good guy to plug in at tight end from here on out. He had a pretty good game. Oh, now here's here's the shocker, man. The uh, the Raiders and Kansas City game. Big, big win for Derek Carr. Wow. He needed that. I think Derek Carr needed You know, I, I, Derek Carr deserves that. You know, he said, the, well, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, you know, he's tired of losing. And I think that uh, – um, sorry, we're getting a little distracted. We're watching Russell do Russell things. Uh, and, and those of you that, that are listening to this, you probably watched this game. You know what we're talking about. There's about a minute left, and Russell just did a little razzle-dazzle and, and made a play to Tyler Lockett. But, um, and we also have another – gust of wind coming through back here on Tyler's patio. Again, shout out to Quick Reactions. Great job on Tyler's patio. Uh, just waiting. To, good sponsor for us. Um, again, uh, as we were saying, Derek Carr, uh, he's, he's really looked good this year, honestly. Um, he's not going to blow you out of the water, but he's a consistent play. I know he's on bye week uh, next week. Uh, when he comes back, he's got Tampa Bay and then Cleveland Chargers. He's got a, a little bit of a rough schedule, but and this is a, a long ways down the road. But he does have Atlanta, the Jets. Um, he does play the Colts, but he's got the Chargers who have been, you know, not as good as advertised on defense and the Miami Dolphins to end the year during playoffs. So just a thought uh, to keep an eye out on if you're in quarterback trouble and or your quarterback was Dak Prescott. Yeah, um, or for some reason you had, if you're in a two-quarterback league and you had um, a Washington Redskins quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> And that is DK. also DK Metcalf. Man, oh boy. Just throw this touchdown pass to not DK Metcalf and we'll be all right. Um, Patrick Mahomes, pretty good game. He did throw an interception. Um, he uh, he also ran for a touchdown. I know you talked about how you, you saw him hand the ball off Tyreek Hill and you're like, man, I love watching him, uh, you know, him hand the ball off for touchdowns. And I said, uh, yeah, but he also ran one. And you're like, oh, I guess that makes up for it. And and really, that's it's not a it's a rare occasion that Mahomes is going to rush for a touchdown. Go so. buy go buy Edwards Alaire if anybody's upset with him. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to be reaching out to Edwards Alaire owners this week. Uh, on the flip side, Josh Jacobs finally had a bounce back game. 
not very efficient on the ground, not a lot of uh, targets, but he did it. He did get in the end zone twice, and uh, he that's kind of what we expected of him. Really, really, he looked more like what we expected of him coming out of this year is that he'd be more of a, a decent floor but touchdown upside kind of running back, and he showed that here today. Other than that, you go to the receiving position, and we've had a lot of. Oh, you got so lucky. DK wow. dropped that. That is fantastic. He looked like it, the, the one rep wants to call it a touchdown. He thinks that he had it and then dropped it. This is – sorry, guys. This is really big for my fantasy uh, success. Uh, I'm going to let Tyler take over the wide receivers for the, the Raiders and the Chiefs while I – Yeah, so oh. Henry Ruggs uh, – Henry Ruggs balled out on his two receptions um, – couple of great plays by him. I mean, the first one, he, he snagged it off a dude's helmet to start. The, it was early in the game, and, and that kind of set the tone for him. And, you know, he didn't get a ton of volume, but his two receptions, man, he made it worth it. Um, I mean, he ended up with – let me see what his uh, stat line was. Uh, two two receptions on three targets for 118 yards and a touchdown. And, man, if you're in a league that has bonuses for long receptions, long touchdown receptions, Henry Ruggs is a guy that you want to hang on to. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, you saw Aguilar, Aguilar once again, you know, show that he has something going on there with the Raiders. He's a guy that I just, I can't get behind just for personal reasons, just watching him be so bad in Philadelphia for so long. I mean, he's, he's really just a big play kind of guy. He's not, he's not a consistent contributor, so he's not somebody that I would want to put in my lineup, Mm -hmm. but if I'm in a pinch and I need, you know, somebody with some upside, Nelson Aguilar is that guy. You just got to be. You just got to know that if you're putting him in your lineup, you also could get a goose egg. Man, poor Brian Edwards, man. Everybody was so hyped about him to start the season. Did he even – he was out. No, I know. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, just – I just see him right here on the list of receivers, and just – it's it's just sad. I mean, I was kind of buying the hype. I didn't end up owning any of them, but um, – I am uh, a little – Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We had a little bit of a – me and, me and Tyler are still working out the kinks on our tech skills. Something happened there and it cut our episode off. We were talking about the, the Chiefs and the Raiders. Uh, I was saying that I'm a little disappointed in Hunter Renfro. Just thought he'd be more involved in the offense. Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs had a great game. Sammy Watkins left with an injury. Miko Hardeman had a couple big plays but, wasn't uh, again, wasn't very consistent. We're going to go ahead and move on to the Cardinals and Jets. Shocker. You know what? We've talked about two coaches being fired, and yet neither one of them have been Adam Gase. And that is miraculous that somebody so bad at coaching football – oh, boy. What? They're calling that a fumble? Adam Gase is terrible. Yeah, Adam Gase is terrible. Um, But I'm not sure – uh, on the other side, though, Cliff Kingsbury is still in, he's an offensive guru. He had some some big contributors in this game. Kyler Murray, huge, huge game. Uh, 380 yards total, touchdown, and then a, a touchdown on the ground. Chase Edmonds. Um, Chase Edmonds had a big game. Three carries, 36 yards and a touchdown, five receptions, 56 yards. But Kenyon Drake actually was a – Decent this week because he found the end zone. 18 carries, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Only one reception, though. Um, what do you think of that backfield? Uh, well, obviously, uh, Kenyon Drake um, – I mean, uh, Chase Edmonds needs to be owned. 
I mean, you're happy if you're the Kenyon Drake owner because you needed to start him, so you probably started him, and he put together a startable week. But you're not happy overall because it's unfortunate to see the backup running back get that type of run. So, I mean, ultimately, I mean, there's not really much you can do about it. I mean, you're not going to sell low on Kenyon Drake. You just got to hope that the upside shows up. Yeah. Uh, he got the he got the touches and that's what matters. So on the other side of the ball, Le'Veon Bell, thirteen carries, seven or sixty yards, one reception. He's got to get used in the passing game. You hate to see nine carries for Frank Gore. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see thirteen carries for sixty yards. I'd love to see nine more carries added to that and get him over one hundred yards on the day. Um, but yes, he needs to be targeted more in the receiving game. Adam Gase needs to be fired. If Adam Gase got fired, I mean, Le'Veon Bell would be a top 20 running back easily. Is Jameson Crowder a, uh, a must-start every week? He is. Eight for eight for 116 and a touchdown. It didn't matter if it's Sam Darnold or Joe Flacco. Start Jameson Crowder in your flex at a minimum. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would be. Honestly, I'd be trying to buy. Wow, they called it a fumble. I'd really be trying to buy Jameson Crowder right now if I could. I'm really disappointed in the ending of this Vikings Seahawks game. Uh, we can talk more about that in a second. DeAndre Hopkins, six receptions, 131 yards, and a touchdown. Wow. Christian Kirk, five for 78. Larry Fitzgerald, four for 35. Andy Isabella, two for 30. Everybody getting a little piece of the pie there in Arizona. I buy that offense. That's just how I feel about it. I'm willing to start multiple people, some with more confidence than others. I think DeAndre Hopkins is the uh, – Where's your one? I'm not worried about like his actual – I'm saying to you, is he the wide receiver one? I mean, I think it only gets better. Um, can you name Can you name three guys you'd rather start than DeAndre Hopkins? Calvin Ridley or DeAndre Hopkins? Well, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, with the, with the injuries to the position. I mean, Michael Thomas right now punched a teammate and got suspended by his own team for – uh, Monday night. I think so. that was a. I think they were just trying to make get the guy to stop. They didn't want the guy to play, and he was going to make them play. And so he gave him a little bit of an out by fighting his teammate. It probably <laughs> wasn't even that bad. I, I honestly think that's what it was. I really think that he wanted to play, and they didn't want him to play. And you know, because they had their bye week, and they'd rather get him the rest. And and that's what happened, which is only solidifying my choice in the Chargers, by the way. Yeah, good. I hope Justin Herbert goes off. I need him. Pittsburgh. Did us a favor as Cowboys fans defeated the Philadelphia Eagles, which is why the Cowboys are now the first place team in the NFC East. How's that make you feel, Tyler? Not great, man. Um, I don't know. What um, does feel great is that Jalen Hurts finally completed his first career pass. Did he? One for one for 18 yards. Oh, I pulled a great Jalen Hurts card the other day, so I'm, <laughs> I'm really rooting for that guy. Uh, Carson Wentz struggled. You know, he put up decent numbers, 20 for, 20 for 35, 258 yards, two touchdowns, but he also threw two interceptions, one of which was just horrible. He threw it right to the defender. Um, Miles Sanders had himself a game, mainly because he had a 74-yard yeah. touchdown run, I believe. I think it was 74 yards. Yeah, it was at least close to 70, yeah. Yeah, 74 yards. Uh, that was big. I needed him. I started him, and he's done me uh, – I mean, he's kept me in a game. It's going to be interesting. The big story. The big story. Travis. I want to say it right. Fulgham. 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 Ten for a hundred and fifty-two and a touchdown. 
Yeah, start him. Uh, yeah, I mean, as long as, I mean, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Jalen Rager, I mean, as long as they're banged up, I mean, they got to throw to somebody, and they're not a very good team, so And why, as why good not? as that game was, it was not the best fantasy output in that game because Chase Claypool, my man, what do they call him, Maple Quad? <laughs> my man, Chase Claypool. Out of Canada, a lot of targets, man. Three carries, six yards, and a touchdown. Seven receptions on eleven targets for 110 tar- ten yards and tres. That's three touchdowns. So you 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 think uh, Deontay Johnson getting injured again? He's uh, he's out of the picture. No, absolutely not. Oh, okay, you, Juju, you think he's gonna just no, have I, five I think, receptions? No, five I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying Claypool's. <laughs> hold on. I'm not saying Claypool's an every week starter. No, he did. He did good. He did good in his role, and he uh, did his, and, and, and he did nothing but justify more targets. I think that what what did happen though, what we did see is what's going to be a problem, is when Chase Claypool, like the the third touchdown, um, you know, Chase Claypool lined up in the slot and they put a linebacker on him because he's massive. He got, he's a massive he, he human. Got, he got three carries. In this game, yeah. So I mean, yeah. But I mean, they're going to use him. Like they, he's they, a big guy. He's athletic as all get out. But they, that's what I'm saying is that you're going to see him whenever they use him in the slot, and and as almost as if he's a tight end. They put him in that close, that tight slot role, and they're going to put a safety or a linebacker on him. And they're not going to stand a chance against that dude. He's too fast. He is incredibly fast, and that's what happened. He blew past. Um. um he blew past the linebacker, and, and and that's how he scored that third touchdown. But, no, I don't think he is a – I'm not saying – I wouldn't be shocked if next week he has two catches for 40 yards. But I'd try to own him if you can. Um, Ray Ray McLeod had a pretty good game, but really it was just because that one play. I just wanted to say Ray Ray. I was going to say um, – that That's all it was about. I, I didn't even need to mention him. He just had that one big play, but oh, I, I just – his name's Ray Ray, and that's awesome. Come on. Uh, speaking of little double first names, Juju uh, had a rough game, just 28 yards on five targets. Um I don't know if it – I think he was seeing a lot of Darius Slay, and that was probably a big part of it. He so. was, yeah. The word was he was going to travel with him. I didn't get to watch a lot of that game, but uh, – I don't know if he played or not. Eric Ebron was a good start. Uh, we said we said that he would – I said that he would be a pretty good start in the tight end position. He got you a pretty solid output, five for 43. He did have that fumble, which was pretty costly, but overall pretty good game. Are you – do you feel like the, the Steelers are a – a top 10 offense going forward? Hmm. I didn't even mention James Conner. Uh, 15 for 44 and a touchdown, three receptions, 19 yards. Benny Snell did get seven I mean, carries. Um, if they're not a top 10 offense, they're fringe. I mean, they're, okay. they're right around. I, w- I would say right around 10 is where, where I'd put them, yeah. Moving on, Rams-Washington. Rams also did us a favor and defeated the Washington Red uh, Washington football team. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Allen, Alex Smith, big story, Alex Smith coming back. He did nothing for fantasy. Don't pick him up, but, uh, it was great to see him back out there. Hey, but Kyle Allen, he looked agile as all get out. He was pumped, man. I hate to see him lose. He he looked like he was out there. He was fired up. He was going to do something. And, uh, unfortunately he ended up getting injured. (laughs) I'm not sure. Uh, it said he took a hard hit, but it it looks like he's going to remain. Oh, he's going to be, he's going to be fine, but. 
Yeah, it looked like Allen was cleared to return, but they stuck with uh, with Alex Smith. I think that Rivera understood that there was no point in risking Allen. Yeah, they were going to lose that game. Yeah, I don't think give it Alex Smith his time in the spotlight. I mean, they had a big old standing ovation and all sorts of stuff for um, right. Alex Smith, and and you love to see it. I mean, that guy literally he's risking his life to come back to football because yeah. he almost died from it. Um, so um, bless him, but don't pick him up. Hope that Kyle Allen comes back strong. Antonio Gibson, 11 carries, 27 yards, five receptions for 24. Eh, Not what you love to see. No, got got he got a lot of work. but Yeah, you, you love to see him getting all of the running back work. Well, no, J.D. McKissick, I know what you're looking at. J.D. McKissick is listed as running back and wide receiver on a lot of different sites, uh, particularly sleeper. Um, he had six tar- or eight targets for six receptions, 46 yards. Um, but I just think, you know, still Gibson still got five receptions. He's five getting of five. He's getting most of the backfield work. Um, Terry McLaurin, three for twenty-six. Not a great game for him. No one else of note for the buy him. Buy Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. I, I think that if Kyle Allen's going to be the yeah, quarterback, if people are down on on him losing his quarterback and then it coinciding with him having a bad game. Buy Terry McLaurin. Yeah, by all means, do it. Absolutely. Um, Daryl Henderson. And Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown all played in the same in the same game. I think they, first time this year. Or did they do it against the Cowboys? No, they did it against the Cowboys. But Sean McVay says Cam Akers is going to have an expanded role next week. Nine for sixty-one. He, he looked good. Oh. Daryl Henderson only he fifteen for thirty-eight. He did get the touchdowns, and that's the thing. If honestly, if I'm if I'm in a depending on what league I'm in, I you know there's some leagues you're not going to be able to sell Daryl Henderson Henderson because they're paying attention, but. If you're in a league with some casual players, Daryl Henderson's a sell high right now. Oh, 100%. I mean, and and you can sell him for maybe less than you can sell him for less than what you might want, and still get something really good. Um, Shit, I, I made a trade I, I, last I week trade of, for Antonio Gibson straight up. Just looking at this thing, I'd, I'd, I'd trade him for Antonio Gibson yeah. if I could get him. I mean. Um, but you know, that backfield is definitely murky. You're going to see Cam Akers get more work. And, and I, I bet you Cam Akers scores a touchdown next week. It's probably what's going to happen. Listen, at the end of the day, I mean, they're going to, they invested in Cam Akers. They invested in Daryl Henderson, but they're going to continue to give Cam Akers work. And he's not going to always do poorly or be hurt. So I, I think that he's going to start taking it over. So if you could still get Cam Akers for nothing, I'd go get him. Robert Woods, four for 71 and a touchdown. Cooper Cup, five for 66 and a tackle. Um, those two guys are, are right where they need to be. Um, they're both going to have a good, decent floor because of receptions and yards. But, you know, whichever one has the touchdown is going to blow up that week. This week it was Robert Woods. Thank God. Um, however, at the um, tight end position, Gerald Everett, had four for 90 while Higby had two for 12. I said this. I, I said this during our podcast that Gerald Everett could have the bigger game than Higby this week, even though it was a great matchup, and I was I was right. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't love to be dealing with either one of them. Uh, if you can go get Jimmy Graham over either one of them, I don't know. I think I yeah, might. Yeah, <laughs> so, I probably would. So, I mean, just you know, do with that what you will. But. Ryan, or moving on to the Dolphins and the 49ers. Golly, man. A whopping 43-17. to 17. <laughs> He will not give up Fitz that, Mag- that dude, quarterback position. Fitzmagic is just 22 of 28, 350 and three touchdowns. I I don't think two was playing this year. Uh, 
not with that type of whooping on a good – I don't care if Jimmy Garoppolo looked bad and then went out injured and got benched or whatever. I don't care. I mean, if you scored 43 points on the 49ers, I mean, yeah, shoot. Um, yeah, and he said it. Jimmy Garoppolo, probably the worst start of the week without question. Uh, CJ – because you maybe you had a guy who had a bad game. He had negative points. Um, seven for 17, 77 yards and two interceptions, and he got benched at halftime. Um, nothing for Beathard. He threw a touchdown. He had a fumble, less than 100 yards. The running backs, I'm glad, glad, glad I j- benched Jarrett McKinnon, but I'm not happy that he didn't do well because I was hoping I'd get to trade him. Yeah. Is he I, a drop? Uh, no. He's not a drop. Come on. He had one carry. The guy's been – He had one carry and two receptions. Come on. Even with Mostert in early in the season, he was a freaking good running back. One carry. You don't drop two him yet. You don't drop him yet. You don't Jeff st- Wilson, four carries. You don't start him. You don't start him, but you don't drop him. Come on. Raheem Mostert had a good game coming back. Eleven carries, ninety yards, three receptions, twenty nine yards. On the other side, Miles Gaskin. He had a typical Miles Gaskin he gets game. It done. He let's gets say it done. let's say let's let's start there. He had his typical Miles Gaskin game. Sixteen carries, fifty seven yards. Doesn't jump off the screen. Five receptions, 34 yards. Doesn't jump off the screen. However, he got a carry within the five-yard line, and he scored. <laughs> and it was the first time all year that he's gotten a carry inside the five, well, and they, he finally got that opportunity. Because Jordan Howard finally Jordan Howard is, lost his yeah. streak of touchdowns last week. And well, so- Jordan Howard is uh, wasn't even active today. They, they finally quit keeping him active for their token touchdown run. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Breida, nine for 28. One one reception, 30, 31 yards. Woo. Keep an eye on Matt Breida. Yeah, I mean, hey, if you can break off big runs like that, you, you got a place in the offense. Yeah, and, and if – like I said, Gaskin's not great. So if Matt Breida starts stringing in a couple runs, don't, don't be surprised if Gaskin's out of there. Uh, at the receiver position, we thought he was gone. We thought it was over for him. We thought Isaiah Ford was the new guy. But Preston Williams, four receptions, 106 yards and a touchdown. Woo. His best game of the year by far. Devontae Parker, two receptions, 50 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and then Mike Yasicki, five receptions for 91 yards. Uh, too bad that that touchdown pass went to Shaheen and not him. Um, shout out to the the Miami kicker. Big game for Jason Sanders. Uh, he he definitely. If you have kickers in your <laughs> league, he probably Sanders. he probably won some God. some leagues for you. And the Miami defense, man. Who would have thought that if you had to start the the Miami defense or the 49ers defense, and I said one of them would score negative and one would score over, you know, over 15, that you would you would have picked the Dolphins to score over 15 and the Niners being the negative. Yeah, not me. And who would have thought that the best tight end in this game would have been Mike Jasicki? Uh, George Kittle four for 44. Hendrick uh, Bourne two for 30 and a touchdown. Brandon Ayuk three for 44. Uh, Debo Samuel's two, but eight targets. That's important to note. Eight targets, 19 yards. You know, the most important thing for Debo is that he didn't come away from this uh, game with any type of injury, you know, like, oh, my gosh, is you know, he, he kind of tweaked something, this or that, because with his type of injury, you just want him to continue to progress towards 100% and uh, be healthy. So if you got Debo, don't fret. Um, he'll, he'll keep working his way back. Bye, Lou. Yeah. Colts, Browns. Browns are a good football team. I'm saying it now. Browns are a good football team. Um, I can't confirm or deny. Uh, 
Baker Mayfield, 21 of 37, 247 yards and two touchdowns, two interceptions. He got hurt, but it looks like he's going to be okay. Test came back negative on his ribs. Phillip Rivers on the other side, 21 to 33, 243 yards and two interceptions. Rough day for Phillip Rivers. Well, it's been a rough few weeks. I mean, yeah. hopefully you're not starting Phillip Rivers. I mean, it's pretty much been all downhill from the first week. I mean, the first week was his best week against the Jaguars. He dipped a little bit, went up against the Jets, and he's just, I mean, just don't start him. You know who's not very good? I want you to remember that stat line I read you about Miles Gaskin. I think it was 16 for 54. And You are not about to say Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, 12 for 57, two receptions, 17 yards. If he, didn't, still... if he doesn't have a touchdown, if he doesn't have a touchdown, the dude does, has a horrible game. Please go buy Jonathan Taylor from Alec right now. I don't have him anywhere. <laughs> I was never sold on him. You know what? I made the prediction that he wouldn't be a top 20 running back, and I'm close to being right. Very close to being right, and he did, there's, and that was with zero Marlon Mack. He he's going to be a top fifteen running back, guaranteed at the end of the season. We'll see. Uh, Kareem Hunt on the other side. Oh man, if you have Kareem Hunt, don't trade him the week before Nick Chubb gets hurt, like I did. Twenty carries, seventy two yards, three receptions, twenty one yards, and a touchdown. All that fab money on Darius Johnson didn't do you much. Eight for thirty two, but twenty nine of those, I believe, came on that carry oh, at the end of the game. Oh, he had a really important run. Yeah, but it wasn't good for fantasy. Really, no. It was um, <laughs> one reception, four yards. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to see Dearness get more involved because this was. Yes, the Colts have a pretty good run defense, but this was the kind of game where the the Browns led a lot that you would expect Dearness Johnson to get some run, and he didn't. I said maybe pick up Dontrell Hilliard. That was a poor choice. Uh, yeah, I don't see him anywhere yeah. on the stat sheet. Uh, at the wide receiver position, Jarvis Landry had a couple big catches. So did Odell Beckham. Landry, four for 88. Uh, Beckham, uh, he threw a pass for 18 yards, and he also had five receptions for 58 yards. Decent game for Odell. This is becoming his floor, which is good. Uh, Rashard Higgins, three for uh, 31 and a touchdown. Not bad. Uh, on the other side, he had a decent game. He had a decent game. Don't do it. T.Y. Hilton. Six receptions, 10 targets, 69 yards. Wait, 69. Are you telling people to pick him up or trade for him? No. Okay. You're just happy. I'm just him. happy for right. him, man. I, I mean, I'm really happy for T.Y. He's, don't you know what? I, I'm lying. Go pick him up. Don't, Go get him. Don't worry about He's it. He's on the – I mean, what's his upcoming schedule? He's got the Bengals, a bye week, then the Lions, then the Ravens. Yeah, you can pick him up for for two two or three weeks. Ravens, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I do what you're gonna do. But. Get him, hold on to him for three more weeks, and then trade him off right before they play the Ravens. That's what because he's gonna have two big weeks out of these next three. Um, Trey Burton's officially the tight end to own in in Indianapolis. A lot of looks. Five for thirty three. Austin Hooper. I saw JJ Zacharyson post uh, the. Target share percentage for Austin Hooper, and it's gone up every single week. I think this week it was up to 27%. I, I almost started him this week over – who did I start? I think I started Greg Olson over him this week. Uh, he had five receptions for 57 yards. And uh, just going to give a quick shout-out. Both defenses did great this week. Both had two interceptions. Both had a touchdown. The Colts was a, a, punt, a kick return. Um and both, and then I think the the Colts also forced a fumble. But shout out to Rodrigo Blankenship, dude out of uh, goggles out of Fantasy Georgia. MVP seemed like he played for at least six years in Georgia. I feel like I watched him every year. It was like Austin Seibert at Oklahoma. I like saw they both him were. All the, 
and Hunter Renfro. I mean, yeah. I remember whenever he freaking caught a touchdown against Alabama in, in the national championship, and then it was like, this guy is still around. It was like three years later. It's like, what are you doing? Cowboys-Giants, big win for the Cowboys. Too bad it was so close. Zeke Elliott still didn't get over 100 yards. We're watching but, Dak Prescott cry as he gets carted off right yeah, now. Yeah, highlights are on local television. Um, good game for Devonta Freeman. If you're going to sell him, sell him now. This might be the best game of his year. Absolutely. 17 for 60 and a touchdown. So hard. If you have Daniel Jones, go cry in a corner because if he can't do well against the Cowboys, there's yeah, no hope for that guy. Geez, man. Dak was having a good game until he – well, he was having an all right game until he got hurt. I uh, did catch a pass. That pass was thrown better than Daniel Jones. by our guy Cedric Wilson, Tyler's favorite Cowboy. God, get out of here. Don't start Cedric Wilson, but just be upset whenever he does things. Uh, like I said, Zeke still hadn't reached 100. He's only reached 100 yards, I think, once this year. Um, but 20 carries, 91 yards, two touchdowns. Expect him to get a lot of work coming up going forward with uh, the Red Rocket at quarterback. Let's get Tony Pollard more involved. Judd. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, both had big games. C.D. Lamb, man. C.D. Lamb, 11 targets. Uh, Michael Gallup, four for 73, and a lot of that came uh, – a lot of that came – a lot of that came – On that final drive. On that final drive. I think two, he had probably about two, 50 – Two receptions yeah. for probably 50 or 60 yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, other than that, Dalton Schultz was a real letdown this Mari week. Mari Cooper was a big letdown. Mari Cooper was a little big letdown. On the other side – Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, both were pretty decent. I mean, really, the whole target share was, well, I guess the running backs, then Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, and Evan Ingram. That was it. Even Evan Ingram didn't have that big of a game. He just had a, a touchdown run um, that saved him. Darius Slayton, though, eight for 129 with 11 reception, uh, eleven targets. Golden Tate, four for 42 and five uh, five targets. As we talked about, don't panic on the, on the Cowboys' offense just yet. Give – at least give Andy Dalton a full week to get integrated. This is the most weapons that he's ever had. Uh, I think they're going to be all right. But the Cowboys' real-life football team is probably in trouble. <laughs> uh, we just talked about it. Um, Seattle 27, Minnesota 26. We watched it here live. Justin Jefferson is the big story for me. He let me down big time, three for 23, while Adam Thielen had a big game, nine receptions on 13 targets for 80 yards and two touchdowns. Barely outdid – the guy on the other side of the field, DK Metcalf, six for eleven, or six on eleven targets, ninety-three yards and two touchdowns. Tyler Lockett not doing much, four forty-four. We thought this would be a Lockett game that he would bounce back from last week. Um, Irv Smith and Will Disley both did well for their well. Will, Will Disley caught a touchdown pass. Um, the running backs in this game were the the big story. Russell Wilson had a good game as you would expect, but the big stories were Chris Carson. Alexander Madison and, and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook was on pace to have close to 200 yards. He had almost almost 100 yards in the first half, all-purpose yards. Um, and he's gonna. We just got breaking news as we're talking about this that Zimmer says that Dalvin Cook will have an MRI tomorrow on his injured groin. He was having a great game. Madison came in and had 20 carries for 112 yards and three receptions for 24 yards. So if Madison's available, this is why we said that to have Madison on your squad. I, I think I dropped him in a league just because I, I well, had you, to. You have to with the COVID and all, yeah. all the other sort of stuff. But yeah, if you could, if you could have rostered, you know, like we were talking about. I mean, Madison, Edmonds. Uh, I mean, keep Pollard, keep Pollard in rotation yep. if you can. I mean, you know, all these guys, they're they're worth something and they're worth a lot. 
a lot if Chris, something happens their way. Chris Carson, eight for 52 and a touchdown, six receptions, 27 yards. Here's the thing about Chris Carson. He's really efficient this year, and they're finding ways to get him in the offense. And He's, he's low-key been a really great running back, so if somebody doesn't understand that in your league, then yeah. go get him. But rest of, the, rest of the week, Tyler, we got Denver, New England. No, we don't. Oh, no, we don't. We have uh, Chargers, Saints, and – uh, Bills, Titans. Yeah. What are you looking for the rest of the week? What's your fantasy outlook? Who are you? Well, I mean, it's it's really unfortunate. Uh, Michael Thomas having whatever happened, whether it is really punishment for getting in an altercation, or they think he's just still injured and they want to rest him. But uh, that's unfortunate. Hopefully, you got that word prior to the uh, three o'clock kickoffs, like I did, and you were able to get somebody in there. Um. But I mean, otherwise, hopefully, uh, hopefully you've got something declared for the uh, Tuesday night game. Um, it's going to be interesting seeing how coronavirus correct uh, affects the rest of the uh, rest of the season. I think they might be coming up on a uh, short term, just two week pause here if this uh, continues to happen the way that it is. Josh Allen, I need you, man. I've needed you all year. <laughs> Uh, this is me pleading. I know you're going to listen to this before y'all's game Tuesday. Don't be greedy. He's already helped you out plenty. Dude, he is uh, – he's like my my only hope this week. He's got to carry me in multiple leagues. But in our league of record, I'm 4-0. I would really like to be 5-0 and before next week because it's uh, – Alec needs this league bad. And I need this win bad. I need this win because I've got a, I'm, I've got a tough stretch of games. This is the easiest of the four. I need to get a win in this game. And it's going to come down – to Keenan Allen and Josh Allen. Currently, I'm down by four. He's got Keenan Allen. I got Josh Allen. I've I got, actually, I've, I'm rooting on my boy, all right? I actually got word from this owner earlier this morning. Um, he said, Alec is still sending me trades. Despite, I am. Despite, despite my despite team his team name. name. <laughs> his team name is Alec Trades Not Accepted, and I don't care. I'm going to send them. He's. I, I've offered him good trades. Oh, I don't man. know why he hadn't accepted them. <laughs> I offered him trades for Kenyon Drake. I offered him Robbie Anderson. Well, I mean, it's, it's his team. Whatever. <laughs> Tyler, what else you got for the, for for the, for our fans this week? Oh man, that's it. Just uh, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Uh, be sure that you're getting in your COVID subs if that's the case. You know, I've I've had a uh, couple people across leagues. You know, maybe not get theirs in on time or whatever, and you know trying to uh, change some stuff last minute and uh, just make sure you get your stuff in. Um, also, just always be on alert for buy lows. Be like Alec, always sending out trades. Doesn't matter. Right. Doesn't matter if people don't want to hear it. I shoot the um, shot. And, and you know what? And, and don't be like Corey. Yeah. Always, always Preach. respond. Preach. Always respond Preach. to trades. And you don't have to, you don't have to just decline and tell them I'm not trading. Just, just counter or have a conversation that's all you got to do hear that tyler's on my side that doesn't happen often for those of you out there tyler's not always on my side hey i'm the avocado this is tyler uh thanks for joining us and uh again prayers for dak we uh we'll, we're gonna miss you in here in dallas and uh go chase claypool